Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Testing one, two, three, three. It is episode number three, three, thirty-three of the Matter of Faction podcast for the Handshake Media Group. Joining me once again is Paul Brown from Wall of Sound. What's going on, my man? Price war music. There's stack loads of happenings that in absolutely music. Absolutely is. Yeah, and it's you know the the year's kicking on and and pushing through. We're already in the second month now. Yeah, we and got through January. Yeah, there's it, been fire. There's been flood. There's been music festivals. Music festivals there's, there's been controversy. Been... There's been a whole bunch of this, that, and everything going on. So like that month is done. Let's see what the rest of the month year. number two has to yeah, offer, yeah, and yeah. this is arguably like when we get to the end of this month, we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks' time. But like the busiest day for new music in heavy in, in heavy, heavy new world, music, yeah. yeah, which is great. And you know, we we've seen evidence of this with another band announcing their EP, Introvert, uh, have announced day. on the same day, February oh, twenty one, joining the man. likes of Polaris, Emity, The Word Alive, Ozzy Osbourne, like so much. But you know, whatever you're doing that weekend, cancel your plans and and yes, you're just gonna be listening. You got. St- Stacks of music to check out, but we'll talk about that in the lead up to that week as well, so we don't overflood you with it now. Uh, but so much has gone on in the music news over the past weeks. So let's throw to Ebony's story in the heavy news room with uh, the headlines. What's been making news? Thanks, guys. Making heavy news this week, we have Justin Nace, the drummer of Paris, has announced via Twitter that he has officially left the band. It's been a good six years and he says he's looking forward to seeing what's next on his musical journey. Now, Slowly Slowly announced a headline tour for their upcoming album Race Car Blues just last week and in less than two days, Melbourne has already sold out. It's amazing and I'd better get on to buying my ticket right now. And we're forever fascinated by Poppy. Her album, I Disagree, came out last year and we had a chance to see her live at Good Things. And now she's announced an upcoming graphic novel titled Poppy's Inferno. According to the website, the story is based around how Poppy came to be, which I think is going to be very interesting. And we're going to finish off with a stack of new music. Hayley Williams has released a new song called Leave It Alone and we're excited to see more from her. Also a new one from The Amity Affliction ahead of their album Everyone Loves You Once You Leave Them, which is out on February 21st. It's called Catatonia and it ticks all the boxes. Heavy when it needs to be and a hard rock sound that'll please the fans from way back when. And speaking of Catatonia, the goth metal gods Catatonia themselves have announced their first new album in four years. And if you loved their 2016 album The Fall of Hearts as much as I did, well, we've been waiting a long time for this. City Burials is set for release on April 24th and check out the single they dropped as well because Lacquer is magical. And that's it, guys. Stay heavy. B-E-A, beautiful. Thank you, Ebony. Nicely done. All right. Nice little quote from somewhere. Where's that from? Is this a Jim Carrey Jim movie? Carrey movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, just... Bruce Almighty. There you there go. Is, All right, yeah. got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what is B-E-A beautiful? What's the Hardest about? 100 is finally making its comeback. Yeah. You've been keeping this underneath you for how long now? Oh. Weeks? Months? You- i got to tell you, I've been developing that website with a web dev for a number of months now. And uh, yeah, there was a few little hiccups there on the first day, but we got through it. As and- with everything. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I mean, the majority of the people that I saw got on there and got through yes. it, which is great. Oh, God. Everyone is now sorted now and they can get in and get your votes. Mostly, in. mostly. I'm, I'm talking to people individually as yeah, they have cool. problems, but just <laughs> just DM the page. I'll get there. I promise you. I promise you. So it's, how, it's many, no how many flaming turd bags were left on your front doorstep <laughs> from people not being able to get in? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, everyone's been quite good about it. It's yeah, been, it's, it, it's been good. Um, but uh, one one amazing thing is that like even even with that little hiccup and getting that fixed, we've actually uh, had more votes already uh, than we got in the entirety of uh, last year's insane countdown. numbers. So that, yeah. that's really, really encouraging. And, and uh, I just want to say a big thank you uh, to everyone for persevering and voting and for all the bands that are sharing it already. We, you might want to slow down a little bit. We still got, you know, five, five and a bit weeks until the actual countdown. So which is just mental. pace yourselves. Look, the, the amount of people getting involved to get their votes in now goes to prove that, you know, a lot of us were upset with the results from the hardest 100 and we the, want, the hottest 100. yeah, we, we want, I, I want to state, yep, I want yep, to state, yep. this isn't the, the, when there's no, I'm not going to have a dig. I, yeah, I just yeah. want to say my part, like I voted for the songs that I thought would make it. Yeah. A lot of them made it into the, the top 200, yep. but in saying that there were still a lot of great songs that missed out on mm. representation. So yep, yep. I guess this is where the hardest 100 family come together to, to vote for the songs that they want to appear in this countdown that appeal to them more. Like we're not going to see someone like Billie Eilish in the hardest 100 countdown, no, right? Yeah. Mostly because you can't vote for it. There but, you go. Exactly. But yeah. The, the, the thing is, is that that's why I wanted to, uh, you know, back when I started this countdown, like that was the reasoning was, you know, if you, if you can't see it, you can't be it, you know, and, and I wanted it to feel like there's, there's a countdown there that recognizes the community and, 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 you know, that all of the songs on there, even, even if it's not in your genre, you can actually go, you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I still prefer that over anything else you know and that's the thing that I've enjoyed about hosting it over the past couple of years is yeah. when you hear songs that you don't normally listen to you go oh they got in that's sick that's, that's great you know, good on yeah. them yeah you know I, predominantly I won't listen to like a lot of like the black or death core kind uh, of yeah, bands yeah. but yeah. when they make the counter I'm like that's awesome you know that's that's your representation right there that's like the yeah. R&B of like the metal world if you want to <laughs> put it into like a category like that but you know it, it, it proves that everyone out there has a voice and mm. this gives the heavy community a chance to vote mm. on what was great from last year. The only issue being is you shortlisting and getting it down to 10. Yeah. It's insane the amount of great songs what, that were what out. What number were you at before you had to... I was, I was at 33 and I had to narrow that down to 10. And Ironic, it, 33. It was just... It's just... I know I bring this up in interviews. You got to kill your darlings, man. I bring this up in interviews with bands, and I don't know how 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 much of a crappy question it is until I had to pick my ten favorite songs, and then there were twenty two that or twenty three that didn't make the cut. I felt bad for them. It's just like you know the that that scene in in Jurassic Park: Fallen Kingdom where all the dinosaurs are off the island and the Brachiosaurus is left behind. <laughs> they were my songs, and I felt terrible. But I feel like the songs I got through. Are great and everyone who's yep. been voting like has their reasons behind so voting when you for hit, the songs. When you hit submit on the ten, were you satisfied with it? Were you like, okay, I I I'm, was, I'm happy with that. It, it picking the songs to yeah. get the shortlist was easy. Narrowing them down yeah. was hard. Getting yeah. to that top ten was harder. Like there's songs that I didn't get to vote in because you know they just didn't make the cut. And and not saying that they weren't as good as the other ones. They just you know didn't resonate with me as mm. much as the top ten songs that I picked. So you can take a couple of different approaches. I reckon. I reckon you can scour the entire list and just go one by one and and make that entire short list or you can go off the top of your head which is what i found yeah the first ones that come to mind because they're often the ones that are 
that mattered the most to you. Well, the thing for me was, you know, Blink-182's No Heart to Speak Of was mm. my favourite song from Nine. And mm. I had to put that one in over the singles that came out, even Dark Side, which was like yep. one of the catchy songs on the album. Yep. So regardless of the fact that they had these other great songs on the album, that's the one I went for. I added it in myself because I noticed it wasn't in the list. Yep. And I noticed a lot of people were starting to add songs that sort of were like the B-sides and the, the less yep. single yep. kind of ones, which is great yep. because, you know, we've touched on this before. You, you resonate with songs that aren't necessarily singles because we're listening to the albums as a whole and that's mm. what makes it hard i mean you get mm. you you might get someone who's a north lane fan and absolutely loved alien and they vote for every single song from that album and that's their vote that because valid vote it's you know if, if i was a massive fan I, i'd do that because that was such a great album best album of last year in my opinion so what's great is seeing all the different votes coming through and the reasoning why mm. these people are voting for their songs. So it's sick. It's great. It's really cool. Like I was seeing some people voting and like even within their top 10, the genres are wildly varied. That's it. It's yeah. Like, and that's a really broad spread of, of the, the genre of metal. That yeah. That you've voted for there. It's really cool to see. And everyone's got a diverse range of musical tastes. Like we're, mm. we're seeing nowadays, people aren't just specifically metalcore fans or yeah. pop punk fans or whatever it might be. There's influences here, mm. then everywhere. So it just all comes down to the songs that made you feel or made you move or made you, I don't know, bash your head against a brick wall. You know, whatever they did last year. <laughs> and if you got something from that, then they're the songs you should be voting for. Mm. Yeah. No, and. Like, yeah, like I said before, I just, I can't thank everyone enough for, like, getting behind it so far. Like, yeah, it, it's really heartening to see and, you know, just, I guess I'll take this opportunity to remind people, like, make sure you update the app so that, you know, you're ready come, for it. Yeah. Come countdown day, you've got the, you know, you've got the correct version of the app and you can stream and, and all of that sort of stuff. So I've, I've put a lot of effort and time into uh, the updating the stream and the app yep. recently um just to uh, like increase stability of the stream so people you know there's not uh, so many dropouts because of our the australian internet network is yes, terrible yep yeah um and, and so it's got it's got so, the makings yeah. of what's going to be a fantastic sunday session after download festival yeah, weekend so, yeah. yeah so that was that was part of the the plan as well is that you know we really wanted to place the the countdown on a weekend that is really a really big celebration of heavy music across Correct, the weekend. Yeah. You know, like Melbourne and Sydney uh, get Download Festival that weekend. And so, you know, Sydney, there might even still be some artists around from the festival. Who knows? Yeah, true. They might, yeah. They might turn up at Crowbar. Who knows? Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so we wanted to make sure that in Melbourne, Brisbane and Sydney, and, and I am talking with some people about other capital cities as well. We might add some other parties I don't want to promise anyone anything yet. But, yeah, uh, you, you know, just Perth and them... Adelaide at least we might we might chat about that. Yeah, but um, you know, Crowbar, Brisbane, and Sydney, uh, and Stay Gold in Melbourne, they will be hosting uh, official uh, Sunday session live countdown parties. Yes, for you to go and uh, and chill out and listen to the countdown and get your drink on or have fun with your mates, get everyone together again, talk about the weekend that was download festival, talk about the songs that, you know, made the countdown, should have been higher, all All of that that. jazz, everything like that. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's a perfect weekend too. Mm. The perfect way to wrap it all up. I will say this now though, like if you're keen on having like the, the full extent of the weekend and making the most of your time in middle world, 
get your boss on the phone now and get that yeah, Monday, take Monday off. off yeah, yeah, trust me. Like, you're going to need it. Like, in order to wrap up from the awesomeness that was, do that. I, I also thought, you know, for those people who aren't necessarily going to download Festival as well over the weekend, uh, on the Saturday, so the 21st of March, I am going to replay the hardest 100 of you are? all time. Yeah, yep. So that's going to be a good time as well. Yeah, so cool. To, to... If you're just chilling out on the Saturday and you want to kind of get hyped for Sunday. Get then, involved. Get, yeah. Start, you, start putting a little early. All time hardest 100. <laughs> so, that, yeah. Take it right back to where it started. Yeah, and you can listen to the greatest song of all time. Take out the number one spot. If you <laughs> missed it, it just was controversial. hang around <laughs> and find out what that was. Uh, but the best thing that we're going to find out over this next year is uh, the songs that were released in 2020 going into next year's countdown. Yeah, and yeah. There's already some hot contenders for what we think could be front runners for making the making the countdown next year including yeah. Savior's brand new one they're yeah. back album number four Luna Rose is on the way and they've put out the next single from it Enemies which the music video for that wow like if she's you, if, a bit gory if, if, if you like if you like the movie Joker and Saw combined with a bit of Clockwork Orange that is what that new video is all about and it features make themselves a front man Sean Hermanis in wow. the title role so like much like why I went to go see The House of Wax with Paris Hilton. Oh, right. If you yeah. want to see Sean Hermanis go through a very compromisingly painful situation, <laughs> watch the brand new music video from Saviour. Oh, my God. No, it's it's a big, big, heavy song. And, uh, like, I can't wait to see what the rest of the mm, album is from Yeah, there. massive step up from the guys, too, which I, was great. I, what I think is Saviour's biggest, uh, like, strength... I think is the is having both the male and female vocals yeah, yeah. Uh, in there and and Shantae's voice in this is soaring as usual. It's it's a beautiful voice that she has and I, I love that touch of like uh what like is almost like an indie singer sort of, yeah, I sort get of that. voice that yeah. she has. But it works so well. It makes it stand out from the really other soars, like yeah. metal corey kind of bands yeah. who have the male female like mm. vocals up front, that kind yeah, of thing. No, yeah, she really soars, and it shows on this track too. It's great. It's really great. Now, uh, volumes had a bit of drama at the end of the last year, yeah. um, where you know, if if you were following the story, they kicked out the front man uh, from you know. There's two different sides of the story. It, it was never really revealed what truly happened. It was yeah. just like they left on bad terms, and his brother was still in the band, so it was kind of a little bit awkward that yeah, kind of it was situation. All up in the air, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they surprised everyone and came back with their old front man, which completely took a lot of fans by surprise. Like the fact that they've gone backwards, but to move yeah, forwards, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's that's more. Yeah, like it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. It's certainly not backwards in in musicality or yeah, pro, yeah or, just, You know, progression in their sound. Yeah. Gee whiz, it's good. It's heavy as and uh, to be frank, uh, this is the well, first your, first stuff of theirs I've liked in a long time. Well, I was going to say, where's your stance on Michael? Like, I I like Michael as a front man. I I, I feel like he brought this. I don't want to call it a heaviness. Just. A combination of things, the heavy, the, the frontmanship, just mm. a whole bunch of different things made him the frontman of volumes more so than um, Gus, who, you know, take it or leave it. I didn't really notice him in the band when he mm. was up front. Uh, look, I'm just sort of boiling it down to, like, if this is an indication of what's to come, then... Wearing for a treat? Yeah, 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 yeah you know, like, that kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm sort of looking more to the future now and going, you know what? 
this is, uh, if, yeah, like if this is where they're going, then this is good. This is good stuff. Yeah, so jump on board now. Yeah. Hollywood is that new song. Uh, Kill the Lights. I, I want people to be familiar with this band because when Bullet For My Valentine put out Venom, that was arguably their last good heavy album, if that makes sense, right? was what, right? 2015? Uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm pretty I could sure be wrong that on that, was the album yeah. that DLC was up. When I did the DLC record, when I did Asthesis, when I did the yeah, thing yeah, after yeah. that, Bullet For My Van- Valentine and them were battling it out for yeah. like their... Like their aria spots. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, and and bullet. I'm pretty sure Venom like pipped them that. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. a, the. F- f- correct me if I'm wrong. If you hear this, and I'm then sure they both ended fir- up on that Soundwave lineup that never happened. That's, that's exactly right. 2016. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, that was their first number one album in Australia. I believe yes. it was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then after that, Moose left the band, that's and right. he's sort of been floating around a little bit. He kicked off this band last year. They only put out one song, but didn't really do too much. That came after that. Yeah. So it was kind of like a teaser. For what's to come the name of the band is called kill the lights and uh if you like the heavy metal aspect of what bullet for my valentine had to offer this is probably where you should jump ship if you didn't like their more melodic and yeah. toned down kind of stuff of the last album yeah. that came out and uh, yeah and so they've just announced they've they've just dropped a a couple of tracks as a as like a multi-track single yeah uh the single's called shed my skin and obviously that's the title track and then there's a couple of other tracks on there with it. There's three. Um, and they've just announced they've signed to Fearless Records. Yeah. As well. So, you know, they found a home there now and hopefully, you know, they can they that that gives them an outlet to to keep working towards their goals and all that sort That's of stuff. It. And look, this this band had so much potential when they put out that original song last year. It was like the start of was the start of, yeah, the start of last year it was. Uh, yeah. what you for. It was yep. great. Like yep. when I first heard that, I was like that's Bullet, and you could tell that's Moose's band, and, and that's what he, obviously he wanted to do. Like, my my assumption of what happened was Bullet wanted to go in a more melodic, toned-down kind of direction. He, he wanted to continue the metal. There you go. You yep. start this band here, Kill the Lights, and yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see what they do. And they've been scoring, like, festival slots all over the yeah. world in the past year, and they only did that on one song. So, like, there's potential there. There was a great backing behind them, which yeah. is awesome. I, I'm imagining that we're going to start seeing them, you know, doing, and like, this is a total guess, but, I, you know, I'm sort of thinking out loud where we're going to see them, you know, we're going to see them probably on tours with people, you know, like your Alter Bridges and your, and Seven Dusts and, yeah, and, yep, and yep, stuff yep. like that, doing the rounds of like, you know, uh, those sorts of tours. And working their way up to headlining their own stuff. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see them doing that. Could they surpass Bullet? Well... Got, Bullet has... A, Bullet has longevity. Has a long legacy and head start on them, I would say. But Kill the Lights has the metal. And so, like... I mean, we, this could be a case of, like, your your kill switch engages and you... Light the torch. Light the torch, Yeah, you know? valid point. Or, you, don't, you know, back when they were Devil You Know. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Sort of stuff. Like, you, you still want to support both bands, but, like, you know, one has ma- a softer maybe side. Maybe Maybe there's no bad blood there, and maybe, you know, you may see them touring with Bullet. Oh, well, let's find out. We'll have to track them down and ask the <laughs> big knows? question for, for everyone who wants to know. Um, now, this week, um, Just Been Incubus have put out a new song, and look... Whew, I, had me I, in the first half look, there. I, I'll admit Not this. Lie. I, 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 I've liked 
Incubus since the early years. Morning yeah. View was my jam back yeah, in the yeah. day. Like it was a really cool alternative to listening to Corn and Limp Bizkit and all that back in my high school days. Well, here's an interesting thing. They've talked about in the past, like people interviews interviewers have asked them in the past about like how they feel about getting sort of tossed into that new metal world, uh, world realm. Yeah. Just just due to like they happened to be around at that time. Yep. Some of their stuff in that time was heavier. Yep, yep. So you yep. look back at like a certain shade of green and all that sort of stuff, like that's heavy. And like they've really disowned that. They're like, we, yeah. are, we are not new metal. We have never been new metal. That like well, I'm do s- not lump us in there. I'm in the same category as Deftones. Like Deftones get put in new metal, new but metal I'm like, well, yeah. but like you know, you look at new metal With and you more think than it, I don't think Incubus ever were. Yeah, yeah. Deftones, I think had albums that were. Oh, right, I don't think I gotcha, they have yeah. been consistently. Yeah, yeah. I think they've had an album or two that fit that genre more than anything. But overall, I'd, I'm yeah, I'd be I'd be. Remiss to say that they were like new metal forever. Like, yeah, yeah, gotcha. You know, okay, you know, I mean, you look at someone like a Limp Biscuit or a, you know, yeah, Corn, um, Lincoln Park, yeah, early days, that kind they of thing. Yeah, own it and and will never, yeah, like, be yeah. ashamed of that. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, yeah, like I think your Deftones, whatever. I think they're they're more like we happen to make good music that got sort put of put into that category, put into that category at that time. But that's not all we're known for. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So I think unfortunately with Incubus, like. They've they've had great history of having both heavy sounding songs, but also like really quite um, melodic and ba- like ballad balladesque, yeah, and, exactly, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And I think they suffer unfortunately of sometimes of people expecting them to be heavier than yeah. they are. See, I I, I don't know. I what certainly the... got excited in the first bit of this song. I thought, yeah. Ooh ooh ooh. Could they be doing it? Oh, no. No, there you go. And then the chorus hits and it's like, okay, it's mainstream rock. Yeah. Yeah. See, I put them in the same category as what Hooberstank were, right? So it's not not old rock. They were definitely better than Hooberstank. Always, always. It was always that situation. But Hooberstank always got more commercial radio success through the songs that they did. Mm. Um, But, you know, that's not to discredit Incubus because they still wrote Mm. banger after banger. Like, I still Mm. listen to Stella, like, as, as, Mm. you know, at least once a month because it's such a great song. Even the... Even tracks off some of the like the albums that you would say were definitely past, and I put that in like inverted commas there, like that were past their like biggest albums. Yeah, yeah. Um, even stuff off that like are great tracks. Like, um, what's that? Something bastard, sneaky bastard. Nope, you lost cunning, me. Cunning bastard. There's a. There's a track off their last album that was... Yeah, see, I stopped that when they did The Greatest Hits and they put out Black Heart Inertia. That was no, the there's la- another album oh, after right, that. Right, okay. Yeah, I didn't get that far. Um, yeah. And, like, that's a great song. You know, like, Megalomania. Yeah. Amazing song. You know, uh, Animoly. Great song. Like, they're all sort of past those two or three big albums that everyone talks about. And was the style changed up with those ones? A little. Yep, okay. A In little. comparison to this new one? Oh, no, like this new Lo- one's a new one, a new style. Like yeah, really like. so Our Love's a new one. If you haven't had the chance mm. to go and listen to it, it dropped over the weekend. Make sure you go back and, like, you know, just try and listen with an open mind. You can hear, at the, like you're saying, Pricey, yeah. at the start of it, you can hear the early Incubus yeah. sounds that they had, but then the All chorus the drums on it are far more electronic. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, and simplistic. Yeah. Um, and But then there comes a point in the song where it all kind of stops, and then 
where where you might expect them to go into a heavy part or like a or to lift it into a big chorus or something. Yeah. They just go boom and take it right down. Yeah. And almost go to acoustic with but, it. And it's just like I don't in, know. They they just didn't go where I wanted it to yeah, go. Yeah, in saying that's, that's okay. That's that's kind of how I feel about um, I prevails paranoid. You know how oh, it builds yeah. up, builds up, and then it drops down. And it's that electronic kind of yeah, funky yeah, yeah. kind of beat. However, over the time that I've been listening to it, I grew to appreciate that song yeah. more than expecting and wanting a breakdown. They could have done a breakdown in that part, but no, what they did grew on me. So maybe this song just needs a, a few more needs spins from time, you yeah. in order for you to to get into it and appreciate the the Incubus vibes. That it they've is got interesting. Going. I have been listening to a bunch of Incubus lately. Um, my trainer puts it on at the gym. And it, there's a lot of those songs like that are album tracks of some of their older albums, whatever, are really, really quite soft and, and like intimate songs. Yeah. And they're beautiful songs. Because they're always a song oh, you could chuck on with your partner in high right. school and, you know, oh, let's chuck get rid of the Limp Bizkit CD from your CD player, chuck on Incubus. Get out, like, significant you know, Exactly, yeah. You know, chuck that on and, then, and set I gotta the vibe. T- i got to tell you, Brownie, that never <laughs> happened for me. <laughs> It was always in. It was always significant other. Yeah, chocolate starfish was always in my my discman back in the day. And if you don't know what a discman is, kids, wow, we're feeling really old right now. Um, looking forward to the end of the week. Green Day's new album's dropping. Have you got any hype? Have you got any uh, nah, feel zero, or vibes? None. Yeah, I, yeah. Look, no, I, don't, I think we we had a crack at at them in an earlier podcast when yep. they, when they first announced this, and but I'm still not feeling it. Everything it's, they've put out, it's just you know like. The such Revolution trash. Revolution Radio was, in my opinion, it was a great mainstream rock radio album. Okay, okay. I get that they don't want to do like the old punk stuff from back in the day and all that. That's fine. They grow up. They mature. Bands are allowed to do that. But this, this, it, this, this is just like you know, Target or Kmart's yeah. come to them and say, "Can you write an album for us?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you money or whatever it is. It's, and it's, it's really just... weird for me, Brown. Like a, a record, like. From Green Day in 2020, to me, like to me, sounds like and and in the political environment that we're in now, mm-hmm. now's the time to get angry, and it's just not angry at yeah. all. And they've got plenty to be angry about. Yeah. I mean, you go back to American Idiot. Sure, you know, you don't want to make American Idiot 2.0. That's fine. Mm. But, like, you know, there's plenty happening in the world. And we do know that Billy Joe Armstrong is a very vocal person yeah. about his beliefs. We watched it at Soundwave when they played for three hours and he spent an hour talking about his political views. Yeah. Like, you know, put out a, a, an album that uh, in this bro. day and age with what's going on in the yeah. world. Don't just put out something that's just it like seems pop so rock. And, yeah. 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 I don't know if this is the last album for their record deal like you know some <laughs> bands just, get to that just... point they're like let's just put this out that's it and then we're out of the deal done bang we can move on and do something else but like to me it's 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 a it's a nothing album i'm I don't sorry know who they're but trying like, to appeal to now. yeah exactly like... yeah look <laughs> if you're listening to this and and you're really looking forward to the green day album please let us know us why yeah, yeah exactly tell us what is bringing you in to listen to it and and, and making you feel good about this release that's coming out so you know but for me like when it comes to albums out this week i'm looking forward to the new one from Solosis. so Solosis. i'm horrible at pronunciations and it's got an s's in it and we all know that it accentuates my lisp and i hate myself (laughs) but this is josh middleton hang on there you're uh i'm spitting everywhere mate no your tongue's bleeding oh thanks mate 
Josh Middleton, who joined Architects, taking over from the later great Tom Searle. This was the band he was in before Architects. And this is an album that they've been sitting on for roughly about five years or so. This is the opportunity, the first opportunity they got after All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us and Holy Hell, that they can go back to writing this song and releasing it. And if you like your thrash metal, there you go. Uh, i got to give a shout out. It's not me who did this. James Birkin, who's one of my writers at Wall of Sound, got the opportunity to interview Josh and have a chat about it. And it wasn't until the name clicked, I was like... Oh, Josh Middleton, that's right. him from there. And then I've done the research and had a look into it, and I'm really keen to spruik this album to people. Like, Sick. if you like architects, but you like metal, like this is something you need to listen to because it, it to me, it has like the early Kill Switch vibes, Ooh. like early Trivium, and just it's really heavy and great, like great heavy metal. And it's been a while since we've seen like just a great album like this that is stuck and and gone. Okay, this is a, an upcoming band that has potential mm. but you know josh has been in the game for so long he's not a newcomer this is g- good it's good music nice cycle hey, of suffering I'm... is what is what the album's called and if you want if, if, if you wanted like if you like trivium but you like the earlier stuff check it out okay. guarantee like you'll you'll get a few eyebrows raised and you'll enjoy what's happening with this album all right all right nice there you go that, that's one for me to check out on friday I've... I've only heard the singles so far. So yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm There's a vast to, ray in there. Dig, dig a little more into that. Uh, speaking of stuff to dig into, it uh, sounds like you're uh, not as across this one as, as I've been. There's uh, a record from Loathe out on uh, nah, another, Friday. Another one of those bands that heard the name, not the mm. face, that kind of thing. Haven't heard the music yet. They just released a new single a couple of weeks ago called Two Way Mirror. Uh, and it got me straight away. It was, it's such Deftones vibes. It's like... Uh, but like, yeah, imagine getting that vibe, but like there's, they're a much younger band, obviously, uh, there just seems like there's a lot of, uh, passion and, and, uh, enthusiasm in, in the band around like, just like really getting that angst out and, yeah, and yeah. uh, to, I'm going to make it the, fe- the, the feature album this week. Oh, right. Radio, okay. Yeah. So yep. Yep. I'm really, really liking what's what's coming out from from the Loathe camp. So it's not so much like a screaming kind of no, album. It's more like pulled back and emotive. Yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, like the you know that feeling that you get like when you know like Chino is like when he's singing and he, like he seems really chilled out, but he's given everything. Yeah, it's like yeah, that, yeah. It's, it, right. Okay. Kind of yeah. It's just like you can like there's like a rise of emotion. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Coming out of what they're doing. Oh. Yeah, it gets me. I really like it. So if you need a bit of a break from screaming, this mm. could be an album you listen to in terms of heavy content, but mm. a soothing vocal yeah. being thrown Reflection, at you, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Loathe, you say. Loathe. Loathe. It's a great word to say. Loathe. <laughs> uh, before we wrap things up, obviously we need to give a shout out to this. It's been a while since we've seen a massive tour like this uh, selling out across the country, including Adelaide and Perth. But... In two hours' time, The Offspring and Sum 41 sold out their entire Australian tour. Insanity. That's crazy. Man. Unheard like, of. No. Uh, 
I mean, I know it's not as big of venues, but like even Tool didn't do that. Like, yeah, yeah, it's spot on, exactly. Yeah, it's just like, phew. I mean, and when you look at the, the the two bands that you got, the Offspring, you know, pioneers, like veterans of the, well, the last of the time genre. they were here, they were here headlining Good Things Good Things Festival. Festival. They Playing. haven't done a headline tour in sixteen years, so this is just proving that people want to see them. Yeah, it's and so that dope. Yeah, and you know, Good Things Festival was great where they played Smash and Full, in full and yeah. they played the couple of hits that came after that. But with that said, they've got a multitude of albums that they've done since smash and in between that you know people want to see a vast array of more songs it was so it was so good chatting with noodles uh at good things festival i I did an interview with him as i'm sure you did as well yeah um like chatting to him and it's like saying to him about you know like you know look you're playing smash and full here but you know you also could have done ixnay on ombre or americana or he's just like no nah, man, Smash is what Smash it is. is the one yeah. that's like head and shoulders above everything. Like, yeah, it's and yeah, he's right. You go and look at sales for those records, and Smash was massive. Huge. Yeah, see, I was a late bloomer to the off- Offspring bandwagon. So, would you jump in Americana, Americana. for me? Yeah. yeah, and you know they, they've done anniversary tours for the majority of those those albums. Yeah, Smash, yeah, yeah, club and, tours. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I was waiting for an Americana tour, but this to me is just... that was ninety eight. I think. Yeah, it was. It was because yeah. I was in year six and we did a performance of Pretty, uh, Fly, Pretty Fly for, for a White Guy, guy yeah. in front of our teacher and he was mortified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but ov- obviously when you team up with a band like Sum 41 who have just been going from strength to strength since the return of Davey B, the brown sound, like that, that had the makings of... Is that what they call you, mate? The brown sound? The, the brown note. I make people shit themselves, but right. more on that later on. Uh, but this <laughs> to get this band... To team up with the Osprey, in, in my opinion, it's no surprise that this tour sold out. Yeah, like yeah. That's two absolute fantastic bands of the genre. An older one, a, a, a semi-older <laughs> one. <laughs> not say younger. Yeah, no, no. Derek sums, is not the, looking young. No, the sums anymore. have been around for years, but the sums were my band through high school, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah. you know, you team these two, and you know, absolute if, soundtrack to so many exactly. early 2000s films like like american Skate, pie yeah, and yeah. all of that you know all those movies growing up so like to see both of these bands who predominantly featured on those mm. movie soundtracks together it's just gonna hark back and and have that whole nostalgia feel so it'd be sick to see some australian bands jump on each show. local show which would yeah. be awesome yeah, yeah showcasing the local t- the local upcoming talent yeah, yeah. whoever it might be it'd be yeah. great that'd be dope but yeah if you didn't get a ticket might need to sell your kidney so mm. like yeah Get onto that and just Google some videos on how to take it out. But don't do it and don't tell people that we sent you to do it. So, yeah. All right. I think that's that's about us for this week. It's been a big one and lots to talk about. Yep. Thank you once again, Brownie. Thank you, Pricey. And uh, thank you for listening to... And thank the, you for voting. Yes, for the Hardest 100. If you haven't done it yet, make sure you get involved. A few more weeks to go to get your votes in. And uh, we will wrap things up right now with the Matter of Faction podcast for the Handshake Media Network. This guy's Pricey. My name is Brownie. We'll catch you next week. See ya. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.